That's right. Never a dull moment in Notre Dame land, folks. Never a dull moment. Welcome into Captain Jack Swarbrick is going to step down as Notre Dame athletic director after the 2024 season. Will the next guy be better or worse? Addition to the always Irish show. As always, thank you for being here. Uh, it's just, it, it's amazing to me how every day there's something with Notre Dame year round. It's always the next thing. Thank you for being here. Obviously, you know the program is on YouTube. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Give the video a thumbs up as well. That helps me in the uh, algorithm here. Notifications on. You and I both know why. That way you're alerted every time a new episode drops. I know you don't want to miss it. Twitter, search bar, always Irish, rat, always Irish, Inc. Emails, always Irish, ND at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me. You can give me the Colin line. 312-988-15. Tell me all you've heard and seen about Captain Jack loading up the pirate ship and heading out of town. Uh, he might actually still stay in town. I don't know what he's going to do. Fighting Irish Wire. Read it every day. Articles from myself and others. A very good staff over there. Check it out also. Don't forget, July 9th, Sam Hartman's first public Notre Dame NIL autograph opportunity at Forever Young Sports in Crown Point. The event's going to be sponsored by yours truly. I know that's weird to think about, but it's sponsored by yours truly. We're going to have a heck of a day. Make your plans to visit us. Go to foreveryoungsportscards.com for further details and ticketing information. All right, folks. Latest news. Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated. He dropped an article this morning. Captain Jack himself will be stepping down as Notre Dame AD after 2024. We, me, everybody's been asking, how much longer is this guy going to go? What's the deal going to be? We heard he was about to retire towards the end of the Kelly tenure. That didn't happen. What's it going to be? Now we know what it's going to be. Sometime in 2024, the exact month isn't on there. That's going to be it. Okay. What's Jack's legacy? I don't know. Lots of good things. Lots of weaselly things. Like, like there's lots of good things. I'm not going to lie. He helped Kelly get a lot of the infrastructure uh, renovated and, and modernized. That's, I think, to me, one of the biggest things he was able to do is really go to bat for Kelly in the early years about getting a lot of the infrastructure behind the seats, training table, better facilities, nutrition, like all those things Notre Dame was so far behind the football, big football factories in. Jack did help get a lot of those foundational pieces you need to be able to compete at all, modernized at Notre Dame, and I do give him credit for that. Uh, but... There's also a lot of Weasley things he did as well that I don't like and I'm not going to miss and come off arrogant and talking down to Notre Dame fans that I don't like. Like, oh, John, what do you mean? You got to give me an example. How about calling my passion misguided and begging for a donation because the department he's in charge of publicly messed up a hire? How about that for an example? Oh, John, what do you mean? You got to give me an example. How about that? His department messed something up and then told me I was misguided for pointing it out and then asked me for money. 
So if you're wondering what I have in the weasel column, check that situation out. This quote from the Pat Forty article is hilarious. It made me laugh out loud. He said something like, no Notre Dame athletic director can equal Jack Swarbrick's championship totals. And then the next sentence says, but none of them came in football. <laughs> All right, great. Awesome. This is the same as saying Brian Kelly is the winningest coach we've ever had. In every single measurement, except for all the most important ones. So it's like, all right, like technically, if you're going to go there, fine. I can't disagree. But at the same time, both of those guys never did anything where it mattered the most to the most people. And that's football. Trophies, things that matter, major bowl wins, championships, playoff wins, Heismans. Nope. None of that for either of these two guys. But everything else was great, except for the one thing everybody cares about. Awesome. Now, here's where this gets interesting, and it's probably going to piss me off. This story would be a lot, there'd be a lot more meat on the bone here today to discuss, if not for this one little detail. His replacement's already been selected. So, there is none of this, who should they go with, interview Brady Quinn. There ain't none of that. They already got it figured out. Who is it? Pete Bavacqua. What is Pete Bavacqua's history? Well, he is a second-generation Notre Dame alum, so he understands some of the Notre Daminess. But here's the other thing. He is the chairman of NBC Sports Group. Very interesting. He's an NBC TV executive, huh? All right. Well, that's strike one against him. Sorry. Strike one against the guy, and I've never seen him do a thing yet at Notre Dame. Strike one against him. If he is in charge of the NBC sports uh, group, I absolutely am appalled and personally offended by what they've done to Notre Dame's NBC TV product. So if this guy's involved in that, and he has to be, if he's the head of the NBC sports group or whatever, then that is automatically strike one against this guy in my book. Um, start with the absolute no-name lame shame that is Notre Dame's TV booth. There is no balls. There's no gravitas. There's nobody with any pull. It's an old coach and a famous announcer's kid. That's what you got. There is no excitement, no pull, no nothing. It insults me that this group thought they could give me a famous announcer on this network everybody does love and thinks the world and give me his kid and make me think it's the same thing. That offends me. That kid's not ready for this job. And they gave it to him thinking we would all just accept it because the guy went here and because who he, his dad is. It ain't that easy. You got to be good at the job and he's not ready for that job. He might be sometime, but he ain't now. It offends me that they did that. At least when you had Tarico, he's a pro's pro. He carries a big stick in the business. Everybody respects him. 
He's a guy whose voice matters. Notre Dame's booth does not have that now, and it's offensive to me. It's offensive to me, okay? That's number one. Number two is forcing the Peacock stream. I I just, I'm never going to come off of this, and I want to be clear. I have nothing against a streaming platform option to make it so people at work or on the go or whatever can get the game. Requiring it for a Notre Dame game is just small-time business, cheapy, lame, pushy marketing ploy. Notre Dame should be above being a guinea pig for a forced tryout for a fledgling streaming network. That, oh, by the way, I no longer get for free in my Xfinity package. Now you got to pay for that. Before, I was complaining about it, and I even got it for free with my TV package. Now it's not even for free, and you have to pay for it. Not doing it. Not doing it. I pay out the wazoo for my internet and TV already. I'm not paying for that. You know what I'll do? I'll do like my grandpa used to do when Frank was winning stuff that mattered. Pull up the old jukebox in the living room, crank up the knobs, and you sit there and listen to the game coming out of a music box. I'm going to do that before I pay for this crappy service. Not doing it. So, and the other thing with that is, uh, I believe the Peacock game is going to be Central Michigan. And so we're going to avoid that this year, no matter what. Come to the Always Irish tailgate party that day. None of us are going to have to worry about Peacock because we're all going to be in South Bend. So we're going to avoid that this year. I'm going to avoid it this year, but everybody else should too. Come to the game. Let's tailgate. You don't have to worry about that dumb app. So if this guy has been involved in those two decisions that I hate that are a slap in the face to Notre Dame fans. I already don't approve of this guy. I'm sorry. Those two things offend me, and I think they're below Notre Dame. This guy was signing off on them or involved somewhere. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's awful what they've done to the Notre Dame product. They made it as small-timey as possible and then tried to sell it to you as progress. I ain't that stupid. Secondly, does this indicate Notre Dame sticking with NBC because it is close relationship over the years and all this? It seems that Pat Forty's articles indicating that there was something in there about, oh, you know, they were talking about Notre Dame getting more NBC money even before this guy was going to be the, the AD. So does that reaffirm that relationship still in good standing by doing this with an NBC exec, TV exec? I, that's kind of what they're hinting at. So I, I would assume so. Now, I am going to give this guy this on the plus side. All right. I, I, he is one strike to me already uh, for doing the streaming and forcing it. And then strike two is neutering the TV booth to where it's amateur hour. Those are two strikes this guy has with me right off the bat. And he hadn't even started for a year yet. It's two strikes, not one. Awful decisions on both. But on the plus side, 
I'm a fair guy. I will never complain about something and not be able to give you a rational reason. Like, there are reasons for every position I take, all right? On the plus side, to be fair, this guy was a walk-on punter for Lou Holtz in the early 90s. Now, that aspect of this, I like a lot. I like that a lot. Maybe that means this guy's going to be more connected to what it's like from the player's end. Not being a nerd student or something like that, you know, but actually being more involved with football players and how they think and move at Notre Dame and some of the successes and struggles you have as a player at Notre Dame. Maybe... Maybe that will help him have a more realistic picture of what this, the football student-athlete thing is like at Notre Dame due to this experience and being around Lou. I do like that. I feel like this guy's going to have more of an investment in football than somebody like Swarbrick because he has that personal experience more closely aligned with being a player. Listen. This ain't Chris Zorich we're talking about. Like, this isn't the Rocket. I'm not acting like he was a star player on the team. But being around it at all gives him some experience there that I do hope is going to prove to be valuable. Um, So on the plus side, I like that. I like that. And so here's where this all comes down to. If you're a Notre Dame fan wondering, like, Does this get us more ahead, more behind, right where we are? Like, what does this do moving the needle one way or the other or not at all? Here's what I think you got to hope for. This guy's much younger than Jack. He's got to be. Graduated in like 93, I think. So he's much more, much younger than Jack, much more modern than Jack. He's been at Notre Dame kind of as a player and a student, if you're talking walk-on punter, but he's been around it. Lots of high-end experience ahead of the PGA of America for you golfers out there like me. Um, Lots of high-end experience there. It all comes down to, can this guy help us get more modern in football in all areas or not? Can he get us more modern in football than Jack could or was willing to push for? Those are my questions. That's, I think, the best you could ask for out of the Notre Dame AD is to get us as modern as possible to still be in good standing with the Notre Dame powers that be. So I I think that's the ultimate question here. Does he have some modern thinking, ways of doing things, philosophies that are more modern than Jack that he could get to work for Notre Dame football. The guy went to school here. He knows what's going to fly and not fly and how far you can push, whatever. That's your best hope here is that this guy's a lot younger and a lot more modern than Jack, understands it more from the player's side, from his experience with Lou, and that maybe he has uh, has some newer ideas that that could close the gap for us in other football ways that Jack either wasn't modern enough to get or wasn't willing to go for. And so that's kind of, I think, as the fan where you're left is just wondering, can the guy get us more modern than Jack could or not?
that's kind of what it comes down to. So with Jack's legacy, did a lot of good things. All the other sports really good. I'm sorry. It's not the one I'm here for. It ain't. It's not the one that built the university. It's not the most important one. So good job on all the other sports, but it ain't the one. It ain't the one. He did a lot of good things. A lot of weaselly things I don't like too. That's his legacy to me. And then with this new guy, you're already strike two for me with the two NBC things that I hate. So that guy's got to earn some trust to me because if he was involved in those decisions, I totally disapprove of both of them. Uh, and on the plus side, though, he, he went to Notre Dame and was a player for a while in some way. I hope that helps him understand a little bit more what this is like from the inside in a way Jack couldn't. So what do you guys think? Is this a good move, a bad move? Are you glad to see Jack go? Would you have preferred another AD? I don't think Brady Quinn, as much as we love him, has the legal experience and negotiative experience they want for that position. Um, but what do you guys think? Let me know, and then we'll talk about it on the live streams. Have a good one. Never a dull moment.